Hail and well met, everybody. Welcome to Geek Thyself, a show by nerds, for nerds, who love geeking out over random facts and esoteric trivia. My name is Heather. I'm Russell. And we'll be your hosts for this journey through the wondrous land of information. So hi, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Geek Thyself. Hi, guys. We're doing the thing again. <clears throat> yep. You guys know a whole lot about us that you didn't know before two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. No, now you just know <laughs> all of our weird answers to Myers-Briggs questions. Um, yeah, and, and us pretty much... personality over- types. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and overanalyzing ourselves way too much for mm-hmm. any podcast, but it's fine. Yeah, um, totally Hopefully... Fine. If anyone, you know, actually took it as well, that's fun. I hope you learned a bit about yourself. Or maybe you just hate all the results and you don't think it's anything like you at all. That's perfectly valid too. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's just fine. Now on another totally not related to what we think about ourselves topic and what we want on our bodies. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that went, quite honestly. <laughs> uh, but we're going to be... <laughs> it was, oh, boy. It was... A slightly forced tangent, but we'll take it. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's most of our tangents. Actually, no, it's not. Most of our tangents just kind of happen. Back on topic, we're talking about tattoos. (laughs) Yep, we're going to talk about tattoos this week. Uh, Mm -hmm. This topic was sparked by the fact that myself and Tessa, one of the other Nerdsmith directors, got tattoos recently when we went to RCCC. Which yes, is the Rose City Comic Con. Yes, and you also got the same. You also did the same in the previous year at Rose City Comic Con, didn't you? Yes, that is correct. Yes. We got tattoos so now, that year too. So yes. <laughs> so if history is to repeat itself, you could get a tattoo every year at Rose City Comic Con. There has been discussion of that being a possibility. <laughs> do you already have plans <laughs> for next year's tattoos? Potentially. That's not good! You just, you're not even healed. Is that one even healed yet? Not fully. N- and, oh my but, god. But mostly. Oh mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright. Well, I can't wait to see that tattoo in 11 and a half months. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so, as you can probably guess, one of us has tattoos and the other one does not. But that's not because... I am against them. Um, obviously, Heather's the one with tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the one without them, but that's just because I've never really felt a reason to have any just yet. I have a couple that I have since come around to wanting, and will get them when I am... I don't think ready is the right word. It's just, you know, just trying to find a good person you work with like, with an artist and stuff, did you, do you struggle with that at all? Like, when you go to get tattoos? Um, well, so, for anyone who's wondering, I'm not, like, fully covered in tattoos. No, I did no you're not. Crazy. I have three. I have exactly three yes. tattoos. Um, so my and first... And four planned. <laughs> um, not quite, but, um, so, my first tattoo I actually got... Um, and for anyone who's listening that's debating about getting a tattoo and not sure whether they should or shouldn't, it's a very personal decision because this, this goes on your body. And other than if you pay for the laser removal, it is permanent. 
So don't let anyone try to like force you into it. Don't feel like you have to go get it just because you've talked about wanting one. You can always change your mind before you get it. <laughs> you know, all the, think about it. Look into tattoo artists. Make sure you find a good place. Don't just go anywhere. Yeah, um, <clears throat> don't rush just getting anything for the sake of getting anything. Make it right. actually worth Just make it something you're going to want on your body for your whole life. Right. Um, and don't get names. No, God, it's don't never, get names. It's, it's never a good idea to get names. Mm-mm. Even if even if you think there's never anything going to happen, don't get names. <laughs> the one exception I will say is if you're going to get a name of, like, your child. Okay, yeah. Um, or, my brother... Oh, I was going to say, like, the name of your child or the name of maybe, like, your pet. Or something. Like, as a remembrance. Sure. Those mm-hmm. kinds of things are fun. Or, yeah, you know... Um, if you have California pride and you want to get California tattooed on yourself, you know, go for it. It's your body. Just, but just, just, just don't misspell it. Just don't misspell it. Yeah, don't misspell it, and f- please think about it first, just in case. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I actually thought about it. My brother has um, his daughter's name in kanji, I think, uh, on his mm. on his arm. So my first, in answer to your earlier question before that tangent, yes. my first yep. tattoo was it was a combination of planned and somewhat spontaneous sure um, so there was there's a tattoo place that's in downtown sacramento near where i live mm-hmm. okay. and um they do this thing every year called toys for tats and basically it's a fundraiser so what they do is people sure. can bring toys in that yeah. are worth at least a certain amount of money and if you do so, they'll give you a certificate for $50 towards a tattoo. Okay, that's kind of cool. And they do it every year around the holidays. Um, hmm. I cannot remember the name of the place right now because my first tattoo I got quite a few years ago. <laughs> but it, it's something that other tattoo places have done as well. They'll do some kinds of fundraisers like that sometimes. So if you're looking into a tattoo um I mean, looking for something like that, especially if you want to bring the cost down, is one option. And then um, I ended up getting, so I ended up going to that studio, and they had a lot of different artists, and I looked online. None of the artists had anything that looked bad, so I wasn't worried about going there. It was a reputable place. Sure. And I mm-hmm. went and got my first tattoo, which is the Yoda quote, uh, do or do not, there is no try. Okay, so why did you end up getting that specifically? I'm just curious. This is a quite curious question for me, but like, what what about that? It mattered to you that much. So there's a couple of things. One is sure. that um, I'd been kind of hemming and hawing over what to get as a tattoo. I knew I wanted one, but I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to get, and I wanted to make sure I had like a solid thing that I was set on before I went and did it. And I had kind of vacillated back and forth between a couple of different ideas over the years. Um, and then this idea popped in my head and I was like, oh my God, that's perfect. That's it. Um, it just, it was the first idea I'd had pop into my head where I didn't question it. Um, it's also less of a commitment than some of the other tattoos that I had thought up. Um, you know, like, like the stereotypical girl who's obsessed with fantasy and dragons and whatnot, like Dungeons and Dragons. I'd pictured like a fullback phoenix and all this kind of craziness which would have been a much, much bigger commitment than words on one of my shoulder blades. Yeah. Not and not just in time as in and, and money as well. Yeah. Which maybe you really couldn't afford at the time. I don't know. 
that that was also but, a factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because tattoos are cheap. Is something I've learned to, while I've been looking about getting them, and I've only been looking for sort of smaller ones. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's really it's really eye opening with how much they can cost. Like, <clears throat> and especially if they're done well. Yeah, which like, you so definitely say, want them to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the if the, there's something that you don't want to skimp out on, you don't want to skimp out on something that's going to be on your body for forever. No, no, you really don't. And, um, you know, things like simple word tattoos are usually a little less expensive because there's not a lot of color or anything, obviously. Um, my other two tattoos, one is just black, and I did that partly to stick with my all-black theme of the tattoos and then also because it was less expensive. Um, the one I just got is actually my first color tattoo and I only got one color and um, it's very little color. It's just a little bit of green uh, on the leaves of the flower. So it was very, uh, again, very mostly black. Okay. So for your, we'll talk about your nursemith tattoo because that one's fairly small. How much did that one actually end up sort of costing you and like how long did it take? Because that was a bit more recent, so you might remember a bit easier. Yeah, so, well, I actually, I remember how much my, um, my Yoda quote one took. So the, the tattoo place I went to, my Yoda quote, which is just the words, and I chose script that was nice looking, but still something you could read, um, was about 150. Because even though it was just words, they made it fairly big so that you could read it. Um. Makes sense. My nerdsmith tattoo is smaller. It's like maybe two inches across. And it's the nerdsmith emblem in black, the nerdsmith logo in black. And then I have cat ears on the top and whiskers. So basically it's a nerdsmith cat logo because <laughs> it fits for me. Um, oh, that what, was, you like cats? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that was 80. Okay. And then, of course, you know, generally speaking, you tip the tattoo artist. So each of these, there was also some tip thrown in. Well, I mean, that's not necessarily a thing in the UK, but... Okay, (laughs) over here, over here, a lot of Um, times you tip your tattoo artist a little bit. Yeah, um, I I have no problem with tipping, especially when it comes to this kind of thing. But the UK is very much... No tip. Tipping... Well, no, it's, it's not a no tip thing. Like, tips are are a thing but they're not they're not nearly as expected just because mm-hmm. we actually pay people a living wage uh, it's amazing what things like that will do to make a difference in the day to day lives mm-hmm. of people yeah okay but yeah. let's not go on that tangent um, no let's not um, but no um, we do tip for things and we do tip especially if it's really good sort of service and I can't really imagine that a tattoo you're happy with all your life is not going to be very good service so you would yeah. hope not <laughs> mm, well, I mean, if if you're if you're umming and about tipping for the tattoo, maybe maybe you didn't go to the right person. <laughs> maybe not, but that's, that's just that's just how it. Yeah. Okay, because uh, we were just talking about before we start recording. One of the tattoo ideas that I would like um, is essentially a feather across my collarbone. Um, so it's going to be maybe three or four inches, I guess. Maybe three. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying. I'm literally stroking my collarbone <laughs> to see how long it is. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's it's like yeah, yeah it's probably like, three or four inches. Big. Sounds yeah. about right. Feathers are not real big, 
no. like in terms of width, so that might bring your yeah. cost down. But depending on yeah. how much detail you want in it, that's going to raise the cost back up again. Yeah. Well, we thought about having names as part of the feather arcs. So, yeah, it could be quite expensive, but that's okay. I already know that. Which is why it's something I'm more saving up to and not just rushing because I don't want it to look like like I couldn't afford it at the time, I guess. Like, not because mm-hmm. the tattoo artist is bad, but just because I didn't have enough to uh, afford it properly. No, I'd rather just wait and get it nice. And even if that means it gets done after the game, because, of course, it's to do with a and d game. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So, yeah. No. So, yeah, that's basically our sort of history with tattoos most of the nerdsmith directors have tattoos i think kyle has um, them and tessa has them i don't does logan have any i don't think so logan has a tattoo he has one. Oh, does oh does mm-hmm. he i didn't know logan had a tattoo yeah logan has a tattoo uh for anyone who plays well uh oh. for the horde oh. and he has a uh, a horde tattoo I don't remember exactly what it looks like because he doesn't show it off very often, but he has it on his one of his arms. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's really cool. So yeah, so pretty much all of them. Yeah, Tessa Tessa and I both have tattoos. Kyle has tattoos. I don't know if Angela has tattoos. I'd have to ask her. Uh, If she does, she doesn't talk about them. No, uh, Fennec doesn't. So I think there might be an even split then. No, 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 it's a 4-2, because mm-hmm. I, I was convinced Logan would, would not be the tattoo type. I don't know why, but I just convinced that he might, he wouldn't really be interested in tattoos. That's he, really cool. He reportedly has said that he doesn't want more. Okay. That the first one hurt so much that he doesn't want any more, right? And then Tessa oh, and I are like, buddy. meh, more tattoos. <laughs> no, I can totally understand that, because if, if it hurt a lot, then that's going to sell your uh, opinion. Mm-hmm. Getting more. Yeah, well, that is oh, true. Buddy. Yeah, my first one didn't hurt too bad, except where I went over where the he went over bone or close to bone to write the words. Um, that is one thing. Generally speaking, if you're getting a tattoo, um, I will say there's a couple of different spots that are, from my research, when I was getting my first one, are supposed to be better to avoid like stretch. Um, like your collarbone is probably fine. That's a spot that even if you gain or lose weight, it's not going to stretch that much. But um, there's a lot of places on your body, especially for women, where if you're planning on having children, for example, uh, getting a tattoo in a certain spot could mean that when you have a child and gain and lose the weight of having that child, it completely distorts your tattoo. So like some of these people you see getting like suns around their belly buttons and things like that. Like, if that woman then goes and has a child, that sun tattoo could be completely messed up and all kinds of her horrifically just not looking like a sun anymore after childbirth. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, it's a bit... I don't really know what to sort of say to that, because, yes, it's just how it is, but uh, maybe... Uh... Uh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm uncomfortable. I don't like to, I don't like focusing on that, and just because no. Sorry, yeah, but this it, is, no, it is, no, it's yeah, fine. But Listen. the tattoo distortion is something that can happen also just as you're getting older, and it can also happen um, if you gain or lose weight. 
So if you are looking at getting a tattoo and you don't want it to ever be distorted, you can look up online and there's information on what areas are less likely to have stretch so that you don't have to worry as much about the distortion. Also, you can talk to your tattoo artist that you're going to work with because they'll have more experience with that. So they'll probably be able to tell you some of your better area options. Um, yeah. So just make sure you do your research. Don't just be like, uh, I'm just going to get it here because it'll look good there. You might want to actually look into it before you do it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So rules are be careful when it's on bone. Could hurt. Don't rush into it. Make sure it's actually something you like. Yes. Oh, and, and I, I, I have heard that even though it's it's very padded and not over bone, that getting a tattoo on your bottom is also very uncomfortable. I don't personally have one there, but I've heard it from other people. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have no desire to get one there either. No, just, that's fine. I just... I just can't talk about your bottom without owing Mike five dollars. That's just that's just how this works. Um. I think that in this situation, considering I said it, yeah, you're probably okay. Maybe, but I don't want to take that chance. Fair enough. Okay. okay. So, all right. So uh, at this point, we've discussed sort of our history with tattoos and. And our future with tattoos mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, after the break, we'll talk to you guys more about the actual history of tattoos and a little bit more about why they're so important. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, so welcome to the mid-roll. Let's start it off by talking about our wonderful sponsors like World Anvil. Yay! I can't talk about them enough. They're an amazing, amazing group of people. Their Mm -hmm. product is amazing. I mean, it's a fantastic and the most robust world building and campaign management software that you can find online. It's worldanvil.com. You should definitely check it out. And they are working with us, uh, with Nerdsmith, on a new show called Shattered Forge. Mm-hmm. It is every Friday on uh, the Nerdsmith Switch channel. Yes. And uh, at starts 12 p.m. PST, I think. I believe it is 12 p.m. PST. And yes. it's an amazing show where they're going to be hopping through worlds that are mm-hmm. on World Anvil. So if you have a world that exists on World Anvil, yours might end up on the show. It's going to be very interesting. So if you want to come out and check fun shenanigans in multiple different worlds, feel free to go check out Shattered Forge. And then all the other shows on on the Twitch channel because they're all amazing. They're all so much fun. Okay. And also sponsoring the Nerdsmith Network, as always, are Die Hard Dice. And... What kind of network would we be playing so many uh, tabletop games without amazing dice to play with them? So we mm-hmm. have Die Hard Dice, who create some of the most gorgeous metal dice that you will ever see, and amazing polymer dice as well. They've got a, a new Moonstone collection that's coming out with new finishes and new mm-hmm. colors on the actual so numbers. Pretty so pretty and they're still doing their spellbinder series with more dual color dice along with uh the squad of rolling which we keep talking about because i think it's still amazing 
you it's can use it just... It's a fantastic idea. I do have yeah. to say, too, this dice just have a really nice sound to them. Ooh, these are These nice. are their metal dice. I, we're mm -hmm. having an ASMR moment. Just a little but, bit, yeah. I mean, you can just hear they're nice and solid. Yeah. They are beautiful. They roll really nicely. They look great, which is something I've really struggled to find sometimes. Like, sometimes uh, you can find... Uh, metal dice that just they, they look all right but they, they're also just a bit plain that's not a problem with their head dice they've, they're all really gorgeous they've got mm -hmm. nice cut edges and you can find whatever kind of finishing you want with them you can search all of their site through by class or by colour or by whatever you want to find so yeah if you want to have a look and find something you like great you can use the code gig thyself to get 15 that's one five 15 percent off your first or next order uh, with Die Hard Dice. So yeah, if you want to roll with the best, just go to dieharddice.com. Yes, they have amazing dice. Mm -hmm. And one thing I will say too that's nice about their metal dice is that several of their designs have the blunted corners. Yes. So you can roll them and not put a huge gash in your table. Mm -hmm. And if you step on one, it doesn't completely kill your foot. Uh, the only exception to that is, of course, the Caltrop T4s. Because... Well, yeah, because those are still going to hurt. But even those, yeah. the co the corners are all blunted, so it's not as bad. Yeah, they're, they're not quite as sharp. But D4s are still caltrops, no matter how blunt they are. <laughs> no, this is true. Yes, um, but they're still gorgeous. Just like all their dice. Just go check them out. You, I'm sure you will not spend money you put aside for other things on dice. That has totally not happened with all of us <laughs> at some point. Right? I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. No, um, no. <laughs> and of course, like always, please remember to go check out nerdsmith.org and all of the wonderful shows we have there. Whether you enjoy Twitch streams or podcasts, um, or honestly, if you want to go on YouTube, we also have our podcasts mm -hmm. and our Twitch stream VODs are available there as well. It's uh, nerdsmith.org to find out more mm -hmm. information. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, and now with that incredibly clunky ad, uh, ad spot, we're going to go back into the talking about tattoos. Oh boy, I'm clunky today. <laughs> Alright, so welcome back, and now we're going to talk about some of the history of tattoos, which I also think is really interesting, especially um, coming from an Asian... Uh, heritage yes. um, there's a lot of the Asian countries that were Pacific Island countries um, and uh, a lot of the Pacific Islanders out there will know what I'm talking about there's a lot of tattooing that is actually uh, cultural significance which is really interesting uh, could you go and tell a little bit more about that like because I don't really know too much about this uh, like what what do those sort of tattoos mean generally okay um, so tattoos have been around for a very, very, very long time. Um, oh, as, yeah. Totally. Yeah. As of the, uh, around like 2015 and actually I think in, yeah, in 2018, um, we found tattoos, scientists, I should say, not us. We yeah, <laughs> found we, tattoos. We didn't find anything. <laughs> yeah. On mummies from Egypt, which they were able to date back to 3351 BC. So tattoos. About 5,000 years. Yeah, tattoos have oh. literally been around in some form for over 5,000 years, which is a very, very, very long amount of time. And obviously, um, for anyone who has seen, 
for example, Moana, <laughs> which came out recently, um, tattooing was uh, very much there was uh, tattooing traditions and even sometimes facial tattooing traditions in a lot of um, Southeast Asian nations and different uh, groups, especially Islanders, the Pacific Islanders that I mentioned. So like yeah. Polynesians, Samoan, um, so... Hawaii, like a lot of a lot of those places have traditions of. Uh, with their indigenous peoples tattooing. Okay. So, like, is it like with coming of age and stuff? Uh, is that like like some of the reasons they get tattoos? Do you, or no? If you. Um, so, a lot of times, um, at least from, from what I've been able to find in terms of research, a lot of it has to do with. Um, deeds that were performed or at least that's okay. historically how it was used okay so it's accolades more than sort of life events i guess or like, it, it, like growing yeah. up i guess okay i'm with you that's kind of cool partially at least for um for uh like traditional reasons you would get it um obviously there's also pride you you might get tattoos that represent what tribe you're from or something like that. You know, again, way back in history. Um, and then I do know also that, um, for example, the the Maori in New Zealand get the the tattoos um, on their faces quite often. They do the facial tattooing. Um, and the facial tattoos were partly to make... There's more to it than just this, but they were partly to make them look more fierce in battle. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, kind like of, war paint and stuff like that, yeah. Right, like war paint and also kind of reminiscent of, like, the Japanese samurai masks that a lot okay. of the armor would have where, you know, you've got, like, a demon mask or something or a, that you wear over your face. Yeah, so it's like an intimidation kind of thing. That's pretty yeah. cool. There could also be rites of passage, status, um, different talismans of protection and things like that. Um, sometimes religion, religious or magical reasons if they were someone who was maybe identified as a shaman. And this, this is a, across the board. Like, this isn't just the Southeast Asian Pacific Islanders, but, yeah. Uh, you know, historically, if you look back, there's evidence that these are the reasons these people had these tattoos. Alright, um, I suppose something that's kind of interesting is what was used to make tattoos, especially, uh, before, like, inks and stuff, it was, um, mainly used, um, uh, ash, uh, ashwood soot, pretty much, uh, and would use quite, quite painful looking influence, honestly, but, <laughs> um, so yeah, I can't imagine that getting tattoos that that many years ago was ever comfortable like like wait for people like say it's painful now but i'm just looking say that's just a stick people are just putting <laughs> ash into their skin with a stick mm-hmm. i mean pretty much yeah there's um there is a uh in the philippines there um is a group of uh 
I can't remember if it, if they referred themselves as like a tribe or not. And I so I apologize if that's not the correct terminology. But basically, there's a, a group of people, uh, the Kalinga, and there is a more traditional tattoo style, which um never ever going to be able to say they're they're from a it's a specific province in the philippines and um they have a traditional tattoo style which is kind of what russ was just describing where there's basically like a needle on a stick and they're like banging the one stick with a second stick to stab the needle in it's and and uh, there's similar tattooing styles that are the old school styles of doing it. I don't know the names of every single version because especially in, uh, I know in several different Southeast Asian um, and Polynesian and uh, Indo-Pacific islands and all of that, several of those groups of people have a very similar type of ta traditional tattooing where it's basically a single needle and then you, you dip it in the ink and then you bang the needle in and then you dip it in the ink and then you bang the needle in and I know um, I know that this also exists in there's a traditional Japanese style that does this as well and there's um, several others that do so it's definitely been around for a very very long time now I personally have never gotten a tattoo in that style so I can't say which is more painful but I feel like a single needle over and over and over again would be more painful, is my personal yeah. opinion. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the fact is, is we don't use it anymore, which kind of says enough, I, I guess. Well, there well, are still people who do it, well, but it's... Okay, bad phrasing, sorry. Generally, most tattoo studios don't use that because there's obviously probably a reason that it probably either is more difficult to learn or more painful for the people getting it. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I suppose... I suppose it could be more intricate, like, and more sort of dotted. That could be kind of interesting. But, yeah. Um, oh, we also talked a little bit about how tattoos in the 1940s became much more popular. Uh, well, sp specifically in Western culture, yes. that is true. Yes. Um, the main reason, as most people can probably uh, glean, is uh, from World War Two, where most most everyone had or who were getting tattoos got military uh, tattoos or patriotic tattoos, along mm -hmm. with the the end of the war, and tattoos became a little bit more socially acceptable because obviously before this, they were mainly used by entertainers and not really. There were obviously some people who had them, but most most people didn't feel okay just going to get a random tattoo. It wasn't something that people did. Right. Well, and depending yeah. on your where you were from, there were also negative connotations. And there still are, to a certain degree, depending on the kind of tattooing someone has. Um, for example, the tattoos I have, it's it's three tattoos. They're all on my back. I can cover them very easily if I need to for any reason. Um and I, I have yet to find anyone who's offended by any of my tattoos. They're very inoffensive. But there are people who choose to get things that are more polarizing tattooed on themselves. There are people also who choose to get tattoos that are often associated with people who have criminal pasts. 
um, you know, like there's the stereotypical, you know, single teardrop under one of the eyes tattoo that you see all the time in prison movies and things like that. Um, and I, I don't personally know how accurate that is, but I do know, you know, if I've watched a lot of documentaries where they do show some of the people that are in prison, you know, they're doing the tattoos on each other with ink and a sharp needle that they've managed to get from somewhere. And they're basically doing it the same style as the traditional um, tattooists that I was talking about, where they basically are using a single needle and stabbing and it in it at a time. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, that's the option they have. So, yeah, there there have been historically some people who give a very negative connotation definitely to tattoos. And even in areas where tattoos have existed, there's still restrictions somewhat. Um, for example, um, in Japan in particular, yeah. I'd, I, anyone who's ever seen a Japanese movie that involves gangsters of any kind probably knows who the Yakuza are. The Yakuza are basically the Japanese gang, Japanese gangsters. Sure. Um, They're like the Japanese version of the mafia, (laughs) essentially. And it is very, very common for especially high-ranking Yakuza to have, like, full upper body tattoos. Like, their chest, their back, their arms, full sleeves. Sure. It's a very, very common thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So it has that negative... That negative stigma attached to it. That makes sense. Exactly. So in Japan in particular, if you have a lot of tattoos, there can be a negative um, connotation because of how strong the connection is that people Mm -hmm. associate all that kind of tattooing with the Yakuza. Now, if you just have like one tattoo somewhere, they're not necessarily going to consider that a, um, you know, an issue, but... Because, you know, if you have, like, a sleeve, they might think something negative because of that. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair. Um, uh, although sort of tattoos got a little bit more popular in the 40s and the 50s, uh, the main stigma around them didn't really vanish until the 70s. Uh, it still mm-hmm. kind of lingered, especially for people outside the military and that kind of thing. And then in the 50s, it became more about masculine, uh, just about how masculine people can be, which mm-hmm. is, you whatever. Know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. Everyone can have tattoos. So yeah. So yeah, they were just no longer reserved for outcasts and people like that. And now everyone can get them. Uh, and that was also a lot of peace messages and symbols and stuff, because obviously this is just towards the end of mm-hmm. the 60s with all that kind of aspects of everything so yeah and also full sleeves is when they started to come into popularity uh, in the 70s which is really interesting i thought yeah definitely and there are still negative connotations um for some people especially depending on what country you are in I do still feel like some of the countries where there's a very strong connection between tattoos and something negative, like, like the Yakuza violence. in Japan, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. are more likely to have a negative connotation of a tattoo sure. if you go there. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, and there's also, unfortunately, historically negative connotations. Like, you know, unfortunately, the Nazis tattooing the yeah. Jewish, pri- Jewish prisoners. I can't talk. Jewish yes. prisoners. Mm-hmm. Um, for uh, with obvious their numbers, reasons, yeah. yeah, 
Mm -hmm. For obvious reasons, that's a negative connotation for that community. Absolutely. And it's a very, very deservedly negative connotation oh, yeah, for that community. There's yeah. also, um, historically, the Romans would tattoo their criminals and slaves as well. Uh, yes, they essentially as a brand, so people knew that they were mm -hmm. property, kind of, which is all kind of messed up, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons to get tattoos, especially nowadays. Historically, a lot of times it had to do with, well, okay, way, way back, traditional type of historical. It had to do with, you know, rites of passage and showing, you know, we talked about it earlier, different magical symbols and things like that sometimes. Nowadays, it's become very much a form of self-expression to have the tattoos. I had someone literally just the other day, yesterday, um, my husband and I were in the grocery store and a woman started staring at my back in the checkout line and she was like, sorry, don't mind me. I'm just, you know, enjoying the art gallery. And she wasn't being facetious. She really meant she was enjoying my tattoos. Oh, that's kind um, of nice. And that she, she thinks of tattoos as art. It's just art that you get to carry around with you. Yeah, and I can definitely very, see that. A lot of that is how I feel about it. It's very much a self-expression thing. But there are people who also get tattoos for practical reasons. Some Alzheimer's patients will choose to get their names tattooed on themselves. Um, it's, uh, a, it's a bit extreme, and there's not too many who do that, but they but, can... Yeah. Um, it's I've an also, option. I've also heard of people who have like other medical conditions where they sometimes get that tattooed like on their mm -hmm. wrist and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I've also exactly. seen... Sorry, I've also seen people uh, get bands tattooed on their wing, ring mm -hmm. fingers instead of wearing physical rings, say, if they're working at a job where they just can't have a ring on, that, that, way, that way they can still show that, you know, they're very happily kind of with someone. I actually like that idea, yeah. kind of, uh, I actually do like that idea, because I'm not really one for rings, but having a tattoo of it, uh, I, I, I could get behind that, but yeah. That's just me. I, I wouldn't have an issue with that, although I do think it would be painful. Oh, yeah, totally. But uh, I also have a bit of, um, uh, like, my fingers are quite um, squidgy, so rings tend to get stuck, which uh, annoys mm. me quite a bit. Um, so, you know, uh, that might yeah. be better for me, but, yeah, just because I, I struggle with rings. But I, I just thought it was a really interesting thing. Uh, Speaking of actually mm -hmm. finger tattoos, that's not the only sort of ones that have become more popular, like now. Now it's really small tattoos in really obscure places have become popular. Like people getting tattoos yeah. like of mustaches on their fingers so they can, you know, bring it up to their, to their nose mm -hmm. and stuff. And then other yeah. small tattoos just around their fingers. Uh, I don't think yeah. I'd ever like more than maybe a wedding band uh, on my hands. Um, I'm not a fan Same. of hand tattoos, so to be honest. That's just that. Yeah, I feel same. like I feel like I, I wouldn't like to look at that. But arms I'll be fine with, but I'd probably go for upper arm just like you have so it's coverable and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and that's one thing too because there's some negative connotations with tattoos, especially if you're looking into getting one. Make sure you check with your employer. There's a, a lot of dress codes still where depending on what the professionalism level is and what they consider professional and not professional you may be required to cover your tattoo yeah if you get uh, it especially depending on what tattoo you get yes um yeah. that's that kind of thing 
Um, I know in my particular workplace, uh, they're very lax about that kind of thing. But yeah, definitely check because you don't want to rock up after like a week off with a full sleeve and then you have to cover it because then you're just in a really awkward position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and there's been a lot of like one thing too is that you know you hear horror stories of um, the people getting diseases and things from getting a tattoo. I mean, I I I'm not fully tattooed all over, obviously, but I have three. I've never had any issues with any of them. And um, one thing is too, if you're if you're going somewhere that's reputable, if you've done your research you shouldn't be having those issues. And especially with the new um, new type of tattooing machines they've got where there's, you know, the replace, you can take away the needles and put fresh ones on, you know, just make sure that you see the person who's doing your tattoo changing those things, laying out fresh ink, laying out, um, you know, a clean area to put their implements on. You don't want them, you know, sticking their uh, tattooing machine on top of their sandwich or something and then picking it up and using it on you. Uh, that, sorry, that just, just really, that visual made me laugh. But yes, it's really true. Just, but like, like Heather said, if you're, if you've researched places, you've already been there a couple of times, you've talked with the person you want to do your tattoo, you're already going to have a feel about whether you can trust them or not, just in general. And mm-hmm. they're probably not going to have an issue with you watching them do tattoo like tattooing someone else if they don't have anything to worry about so if you need to do that you can do that as well like but yeah just look after yourself and don't don't rush into things i guess is what we're trying to say yes definitely Uh, i do think it is important to mention um also just as a final takeaway i mean tattoos are overall a very safe process like I said you want to make sure that you know wherever you're going has used sterile items single-use items um, that sort of thing but you do and there's a lot of places actually that do require tattoo artists to have training in bloodborne pathogens and things like that but there's still a risk especially if you're getting something done by someone who isn't a professional. Sure. And even if you do get something done by a professional, in order to get the tattoo, you are having to have the barrier of your skin broken. Like someone is putting needles into your skin, which means you always have the risk of an infection and also possibly an allergic reaction. So if, if you know yourself to be particularly sensitive to things, it may should be something you discuss with your tattoo artist before they actually start and make sure that they talk to you about that. Yeah, and also just make sure you're looking after it afterwards because, like you said, it is just an open wound kind of for however long it needs to heal. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, just yeah. Keep, keep on with looking after it, how you've been... Dis- uh, told to by the person who did it and if you have any issues go back to them and talk to them about what you need to be doing because they're, they're, they're not going to just show uh, and, or a, a reputable person won't shove you out the door that'll, that'll help you make sure it, it looks good as good as you want it to mm-hmm. okay. okay so I think with that we'll wrap up on this episode uh, if you have any other questions about tattoos and stuff, feel free to 
reach out to us on Twitter at geek underscore theyself, or in the Nerdsmith Discord, we both we both hang out in there quite a bit. Oh yeah, and we will be back next week with more fun topics as we move into October, and it gets a bit spoopy. I'm <laughs> geek myself. <laughs> yes, we're going to have another month of Halloween, just like mm-hmm. last year. And this time I get to be part of it. So, <laughs> thank you for listening, and mm-hmm. enjoy the the horrors that come in the next few weeks. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Geek Thyself. Don't forget to check out all the other amazing content on the Nerdsmith Network. If you have any questions for either of us, you can get in contact with us on Twitter at geek underscore thyself. You can also email us at geekthyself at nerdsmith.org. And please don't forget to go to iTunes and leave us a review or also go anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun episode. And until then, don't forget to geek thyself. Mm-hmm.